Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi, how you wear? And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Today, GBs, we are discussing settling mm. in relationships. We got an amazing DM from another MGB. Our male good bitches are going hard. I go hard in the paint. (laughs) They absolutely love it. Our listener question is about your vagina tootin'. And I'm going to leave it at that. Our confession is absolutely movie star shit. We did not believe it when we read it, did we, Joe? No, we didn't. I did have a little story I wanted to tell you because I think you living in Surrey Hills, me living in Redfern, you understand what has happened to me. The culture. The culture. You know, the beautiful thing about living in big cities is, you know, lots of colourful people and lots of grit and dirt and it can be quite dirty in some parts. Do you agree? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. You take the good with the bad. Yeah. So I'm walking home through Redfern and there's like a couple in front of me and they had like a little pup dog and I looked away at an eye on my phone and when I looked up, the hedges next to me were rustling quite quite dramatically, should I say. And I was like, oh, Oh. God, cute. The puppy must have just run in the bushes. (laughs) So I'm like, I take off my headphones and I'm like, here – I'm like clapping and stuff and then, you know, no no, no response from a dog. So I'm like, oh, gorgeous, must be a beautiful big ragdoll cat. So I'm like, here, puss, puss. And you know I love my cats. I love cats. So I'm like, here, puss, puss, puss. And I'm leaning over this bush and I'm like, oh, gosh, it must be a big one. Puss, 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 puss. Headphones off, everything's off. The groceries are on the ground. Out runs the biggest rat I've ever seen. Oh, my God. It runs over my feet and I will never forget the feeling of its sluggish tail across my toes. Oh, no. And I think I've always assumed that my flight or fight is really good. Like, I always fight. Yeah. At that moment, Jodes, I just looked up to the sky and my soul left my body. I was just like, I might die right here. I would fucking die. But what's with city animals, especially in Sydney, being so tame? So tame. They are, they, I think they're just so used to, yeah, Sydney ciders being around all the time. We had a rat problem at my old place in Redfern and in Newtown. And it's just, I think it's it's just that inner city living, baby. Literally. Sometimes when I'm eating my kebab at the park and an ibis comes up to me, I'm like, I better give this <laughs> ibis a kebab because it might bash me up. It might beat me up. They're so bloody, huge. I know. I'm always scared one of them's going to give me a bloody hiding. Fucking pecky looking beaky shit. Now, my darling, main topic, we need to talk about settling and I believe you have a DM for me. Yes, I do. Should we get straight into it? Yeah, I think we should get straight into it. Okay, so settling in relationship, Jules, Mm -hmm. as as we mentioned, our DMs have been very litty lately. Going off. And one in particular caught our eye. So Mm. uh, our male GBs, they've been showing us a lot of love, aka MGBs. Kings, absolute kings. Absolute fucking kings, these guys are. They've been on fire. And last week, one of you kings slid into our DMs with a question on settling in relationships. I was quite impressed with just the thought process around this one, Jules. Can you read it out to me? Yeah, let's read it out. So, verbatim, question. If people are being 100% honest with themselves, will they knowingly settle for someone that isn't a great fit or will they not settle and continue to have their standards at a level they deem acceptable? I totally get it, girls. People don't want to go through life on their own. They want a partner to share their experiences with. There's pressure from family and society with stigma attached, FOMO, as some of your friends and colleagues are doing it, and also women's infertility mm. rates start reducing around 35. Mm. 
But should these reasons or do these reasons make settling acceptable? Wow, what a well thought out king. Yes, and again, I want to know how this king qualified this fertility rate around 35 years old because I don't know if we can vouch for that, but go off, little research king. Um, 110% people do this. I mean, Mm, settling mm. is the easy option. As Stacey June said on this very podcast, Mm. friend of the pod, Yes, dating is hard. It is fucking hard and to actively choose to do that does take a special type of person. Mm -hmm. I think people have different aspirations and some people do aspire to settle, which is beyond my mind, you know, that blows my mind. Mm. How do you think about it? A hundred percent I do agree with you. It is hard. Mm. I mean, I, I get I get a bit anxious and a bit triggered every time I'm entering a new scenario mm-hmm. because it's like it's hard and mm. it can be triggering at times based on, you know, previous relationship trauma, things that have happened to you in relationships. It, it can be hard, as Stacey said, making yourself vulnerable. Yeah. It's not easy. So but in saying that, Jules, how fucking no will I settle? Yes. Because for I mean. me, settling means to it means I'm not being true to myself, my wants and my mm. innermost needs. And I'm also delaying the inevitable. Because eventually that choice to settle, in my opinion, is going to catch up to you in one form or another. Mm, it's sort of like that niggling feeling, hey? Yes. It's even like the cheating episode could kind of be linked to this because if you settle too early, you know, you start to make decisions you normally wouldn't make, you know, irrational decisions. But my darling, what mm. does settling mean? Yeah, so well, you know, being a research pod, we went straight to marriage.com. An absolute science podcast. <laughs> we went to marriage.com and marriage.com says settling in a relationship means being ready to accept less than what you want or deserve. Mm. When you decide to settle in a relationship, you choose to accept things that you deeply know don't sit right by you. Mm. The fear of losing the one you love is the main reason why you could be settling. Yeah, and having high standards doesn't mean you're stuck up. Mm. It means you're unwilling to settle for less. This is a good thing. It doesn't necessarily mean that your partner isn't a good quality partner. You just feel like there may be something better out there for you. What are the signs, Joes, that we can help the GBs who, you know, they're listening to this and they're thinking, fuck, am I settling? What are some of the signs? Because it can be hard to actually identify if you're just going through a rough patch or you're settling, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess, uh, first and foremost, if your partner doesn't have the most meaningful and important qualities that you are looking for, Mm -hmm. and it's important to say that we're all seeking different things in relationships, right? Mm -hmm. But it's about identifying, okay, what is the most meaningful for me? And does this person hold that quality? Mm -hmm. And then also, if you can imagine meeting someone, let's say next week, someone new Mm -hmm. that could come into your life that has this important, meaningful quality that your current partner is lacking, if you think to yourself, fuck, it'd be easy to leave Jim for Bob, then that could also be a sign that you're settling. And also looking ahead into the future, Jules, Mm -hmm. if you envision yourself 10 years from now doing exactly what you want to be doing in in your career or what have you, uh, however, you can't imagine your current partner with you or you aren't excited about them being in that chapter with you that's another massive one and then lastly you know we're big on this one Jules Mm. when you're besties when you're girls when the people in your life that have your back and know you the best tell you to your face that you're settling or making a bad partner choice 
you know, they know what's right for you, babe. And you got to listen to those friends. And it's definitely worth paying attention and exploring that because they could be seeing something that you're not. Those bitches somehow know. Hey, actually, I saw great quotes on Instagram. And mm. it says, instead mm. of asking your friends, what did you think of them? Ask, what did you think of me around them? Oh, I love Game that. Game changer. Game changer. Because even you've pulled me up before on things like how you feel that I have changed around certain friends. You're like, oh, you're so different around that friend, yeah. Jody. And I've been told that before. Sometimes I can play my personality down. Mm-hmm. So and that can happen in relationships too. Mm. If you feel like you're not being your the authentic version of you mm. in order to placate that partner, yeah. another sign they're not right for you, boo. So true. So true. Yeah. So what will sadly mean I end up in a bad relationship, Joe? Yeah, because you might be listening to this thinking, oh, fucking, oh, good for you bitches to say. Yeah. Maybe that's right for me. Mm. Well, you know, what's the outcome? Mm-hmm. Well, look, Jules, uh, you know, settling is not to say that you'll have a bad life mm-hmm. or be deeply unhappy. You might you might have a really nice relationship. It looks relationship. actually quite easy. Some days I wish I settled. Exactly. Mm. You might, you know, he might take you out for dinner to the yacht club every Friday night. You know, that might and be... that's your thing. Beautiful. That, that might be nice for you. Mm-hmm. But deep down, mm. I honestly feel that you're always going to feel that niggling sense of regret that you settled. Yes. And, um, you know, there could be reasons why you've actually made this choice, right, mm-hmm. Jules? Like, mm-hmm. I know for me personally, my mum, shout out. If shout you're out to the mothers of the GVs. Be prepared for this attack if you're listening. <laughs> I love you. But I feel like for years she's kind of embedded me with this too fussy narrative. Yeah. Like, oh, you're just too fussy. And yeah. I feel like she's always been encouraging me to settle. Like she so desperately wants me to be with someone. Mm. And it drives me insane because I, I don't know if she truly understands that I'm honestly, as a woman, the most secure I've ever felt. Yeah, yeah. I'm so just happy in my own skin. It's mm. something that I struggled with in my 20s. But now that I've entered my 30s, yeah. I feel fucking great. I don't need a man to complete me. Would it be nice as an additional... Absolutely. Someone to share your life with sounds nice. 100%. Some regular dicking. Who wouldn't love that for me? Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to settle and it pisses me off that she's always encouraging me to just get with, you know, Tom, Tim Mm. and Bob. Mm -hmm. She even freaking encourages me to get back with exes. Like she'll be like, oh, how's bunny? I'm just going to make up a name. Yep. How's bunny Joseph going? Oh, he was such a nice boy. What are you, what are you, you were going to catch up with him. Before are you going to catch up with him? She literally, Hilarious. I just, the audacity of her. And I'm just like, no, if things ended, mum, they ended for a reason. Mm. You weren't in that relationship. Mm-hmm. He wasn't right for me. That's why I ended it. I'm not going back there, mum. We're moving forward. Yeah. Another example for you, one of my uh, serious exes, his heart really beautiful guy will not ever speak badly about this king he was good to me he was he was what i needed at that time if but if i had have stayed in that relationship jules i would literally be a dy housewife yeah i'd be living on the beach i'd be probably on my second kid with him because i know that's what he wanted barefoot and pregnant i'd be barefooted and pregnant Mm -hmm. and again i I probably would have had a lovely cushy ass life because i know he didn't want me working Mm -hmm. he wanted me to play the wifey role what's with guys doing that hey they they hate us working they hate us working my ex is like that as well he would have hated the podcast Oh, for sure. We wouldn't know each other, my darling. Nah. Could you imagine? You would have been with this bitch. She'd be like, she's actually insane in the head. You would have been the naughty friend that I <laughs> that I snuck out with on Friday nights. Have you ever not seen oh, Jules no. again? Have you been at Poof Doof with that troublemaker? <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, bless his heart. Oh, shout out to you, Bless King. his heart. But, you know, the point is our relationship expectations and mm. behaviours are heavily influenced by our, by our family. What's right for my mother isn't necessarily right for me. Mm. And to break these kind of patterns, I'm so grateful that I have the self-awareness to, to recognise where she's coming from mm-hmm. and why she feels that way. She's old school. Mm. But... Because I'm aware, I can now make a conscious choice to do something different. Yeah. As Joe said, settling is so generational, hey? Yeah. I'm sure many of you GBs have families who desperately want you to shackle up with the first person you bring to family Christmas. Rega- and also regardless about how you feel about them. you know oh, that's, that's the part that fucks mm, me up. Mm-hmm. I also need to touch on career and lifestyle and settling in parents' mind because they seem to go hand in hand. They are so desperate for you to take that boring job that Mm. just pays good and, you know, to stuff your creative venture that you actively feel passionately about because it's sort of the most stable thing. You know, it's almost like they want you to, they want you to have stability and absolutely nothing else. If I can use an example from my own life earlier this year, I was working for probably the biggest part-time the biggest movie company you can think of. Yes. It was a great opportunity and fucked hours though. I'm talking 14 hours starting at 1am shit and it, it was ruining me. Like mm. it was ruining me. I was tired. I couldn't see anyone. No content making was had and they offered me to go full time. The money was fucked. Great. Yeah. And I told my father that I would not be taking it because podcast comes first Yes, and hopefully one day this pays off <laughs> and he was – angry at me he couldn't believe that I wouldn't take the money instead of my passion project yes and we have to recognize that for our parents it comes from their own insecurity from you know my father who didn't have shoes until he had to go to school type of thing yeah you know why would you turn that down so exactly like you were saying Jodes so we have to address the elephant in the room though Mm. uh, with settling is being a straight woman yes we have biological clocks that can really perhaps accelerate us settling faster than we would like. Yes. I asked my gay friends uh, if this is the same in the gay community. So Mm -hmm. I'm very blessed that I have two besties, one's lesbian, one's a man gay. And they both agreed that although in their couples they settle down faster, there is no way in hell that they have the pressures that hetero women have to settle down. It's uh, I feel like we're almost... Uh, put to the side if we're 35 and we haven't found a partner or anything. So I can understand why women settle. A hundred percent. I really can. Even now, me, that now that I've entered my 30s and so many people around, like in my age bracket around me are engaged with babies and I just can't relate. And sometimes I almost feel there's a sense of judgment yeah. from those people. Yeah, hundred percent. But also, this is what I, I'm trying to say, like, I can't blame those people either because mm. from we, when we first open our eyes, when we're born, we, it is ingrained to us yeah. to have the white picket fence, yeah. to have yeah. the two kids and the smiling Colgate husband. Yes. I can't blame these people who want to settle. It's been programmed into us from mm-hmm. a really young, a- mm-hmm. young age, yeah. if not from our family, from the media we're consuming. Literally. Movies, music, it's all about, you know, that fantasy of finding the perfect mm. the perfect partner, the perfect dream mm. life. It's, mm. it's, it's a lot. A, it's quite a radical move to not mm. settle, hey? Like, it's quite radical to be single. I know people that think we're really fucking radical. Oh, 
Oh, wow. I know, like, I don't really? feel radical these days in lockdown, but fuck. I don't feel radical at all, but I've definitely had comments that implied that was my radical feminist podcast. <laughs> my choice to remain single. I'm just out of control. And, you know, my hard nipples on my story. I'm just like, come oh, on. Don't you dare stop those hard nipples, my I darling. Never, don't you dare. I will never stop. I cannot and will not be stopped. Well, we need to touch on the current climate around dating and does this play a role in settling? 100%. I would say that both the pandemic that Mm. we've been in and out of for the last fucking two years, Jules, that's played a massive role. We've talked about the pressure of that before and then just the toxic culture, the dating app culture, Mm. 100% that Mm. has put more pressure on women to settle for Mm -hmm. fear of being alone because the dating pool, it's changed so dramatically and it's become so competitive, Mm -hmm. right? You're Mm -hmm. you're judged right off the bat off a fucking profile. Mm -hmm. So, you know, definitely dating app culture, pandemic, removing our access to being able to date normally. This is all compounding pressure. Mm -hmm. And so we're not shaming anyone for sort of caving to this pressure, feeling some type of way. I'm sure there's women listening right now that know for a fucking fact they have decided to settle, return to an ex, stay in an Mm. unfeeling relationship because of the current climate we're in. Yeah, well, we've never felt lonelier, hey? We've never felt lonelier. And, you know, we we do want to say your feelings are valid. We're not trying to make anyone feel shit Mm. about a choice that they've made. We just want you to be aware of the choices you're making. Fuck, every time I open Instagram or TikTok, I'm like, oh shit, why aren't I having a gender reveal or should I be getting pregnant? Like it all adds up, especially TikTok with romanticizing relationships. You know how they're like, so glad I found the one and they do the fast reels with all the dreamy music in the back. I'm like, shit, I want to make one of those reels one day, you know? 100%. Do you even believe in the one, Jules? Do you think there is no, that one? I, I believe we have different soulmates yeah. for different in different parts of our life to help us grow and evolve. That's how I feel. I feel like people certainly come into your life as part of that journey and they're yeah. there to serve a purpose. Yeah. But I think we can have multiple soulmates. I know that even... Sorry, Dad, if you're listening, but even my mother has said that she doesn't think my dad's my soulmate. She just said, at the time, he was great to have children with. Yeah, well, I'm, I know for a fact my parents, oh, well, God, they might be some sort of toxic soulmates. <laughs> I don't know, she definitely made a choice. My mum's told me, I'm sorry, again, sorry to our parents if they're listening, but, you know, we call a bitch like we say a bitch. And she's told me herself that she was desperate to have children. Mm. She knew that even if she didn't have the perfect partner to facilitate mm. that, she was going to love this baby so much. Mm. She wanted to have the baby regardless. And she was going to be with a man in order to facilitate take that outcome so sorry daddy if you're listening use use a sperm donor baby i keep going off track but you know what yeah it actually doesn't add up because statistically the happiest people in the world are single single women single women and the unhappiest are married women yet we're so pigeonholed and so forced to get married quickly. I mean, the patriarchy has us in a fucking chokehold it it doesn't make fucking sense it doesn't add up sis so gbs do not settle bitch do not settle. If you know in your heart that's what you're doing, if you know deep down and mm-hmm. you fucking, bitch, I'm, li- I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. you fucking know, mm-hmm. okay, you know in your heart you're settling. If you're listening right now and you're like, fuck, this bitch is right, mm-hmm. you know that's what you're doing. Your intuition knows when a situation is less than for you, mm-hmm. is not for you. Whether it's due to generational pressure, like we talked about, whether it's due to that aging pressure, God, I'm getting older, I need mm-hmm. to have babies and settle down, or even just low self-esteem. 
If that's the case, there's a bigger question to be asked here. Ask yourself, why are you settling? Because we accept the love that we think we deserve. Do you agree with that, Jules? So true, so true. And GBs, if you think that there is a better life out there for you or there's, as Joe's keeps saying, there's this little feeling, it's because there is and that's the universe telling you that there (laughs) definitely is. I think that's all. I think you've wrapped it up beautifully, darling. Honestly, just fucking move aside, Oprah. Sis, you've had your time, but we're, you know, we're here now, Oprah. You can just sit down, love. Follow us at Good Bitch Pod. Stay with us because we have a hilarious question and confession. And we'll see you after the break. GBs, you're back on Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes, and we're going to get straight into our listener question. Are you ready, Jules? So ready, so excited. All right. Hey, Jules and Jodes, I'm in a situation that I've never found myself in before. I can't stop queefing during sex. Mm. I've been sleeping with my latest fling for the past month or so, and every time we get into it, my vagina just won't stop tooting. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where now, even if we start making out, I'm so nervous for what's to come. The anxiety itself <laughs> is starting to make sex less enjoyable for me. Please help, bitches. I want to be living the whole life in peace again. ASAP. Oh my gosh, I hear you about the whole life. My- <laughs> Darling. First up the rank, I'm going to say, every time I've taken a big schluck, every time I've had a big dick, that's the only time I'm queefing. So shout out to that king. Shout out to this king. I, I want to honour you. I ain't never queefing on no small dick. <laughs> um, and so normal, can I just say, so normal queefing. I don't know how it's gotten such a bad rap. It's, it's fucking hot. It's literally, if I am getting pounded by missionary, he, quick sli- he flips me over to doggy. My vagina is talking. That pussy talking. That's all I'm going to say. It's that pussy talking. That pussy is talking. It is so, so normal. But, hey, there are definitely some positions that I can help you with. Um, So anything doggy or anything upside down, don't know how little or how big he is, but anything upside down, definitely, I don't know. Uh, you you wouldn't believe it. I'm not a nurse, but there's something to do with doggy and mm. that position that just, yeah, your body queefing away. Um, <laughs> girl on top, cowgirl, anything where he's below you is pretty safe. You're pretty safe with those positions. What do you think about this? I mean, I, I, I don't give a shit about queefing. Mm. I queef. Mm-hmm. I queef. I queef all the time. I love a good queef. Yeah. I've qu- I've actually queefed and then perioded after the queef. Oh well, that's a gorgeous thing. He would have loved that, right? Jokes. It was it was beautiful. It was like a, a bit of a, a song and dance. His body's having an exorcism. It's just getting <laughs> all into you. I'm surprised he didn't yak afterwards. We all do it, babe. I remember laughing with an ex because mine, honestly, it was so fucking loud. I was on top and we laughed for about an hour. It was so funny. You got to have a sense of humor about these things, babe. Yeah, but I definitely think it's all prop streets. So so queefing, by the way, I did look this up before. Mm-mm. It's just outside air getting in. It is not your, like, you're not farting. You're not doing anything. It's just no. outside air getting in. And when the pockets are, um, there's less air or something, like, basically, if he has, a, if he's packing, yeah. you're more likely to queef. Yeah. Oh, I like that sound. Do that again. Ooh. 
Um, yeah, so queefing, all hail queefing. Don't be embarrassed, my love. Okay, because yeah. she's saying it's making her nervous and I don't. I, we don't want to be anxious about this. No, so you're going to have to... As with the abortion app, you're going to have to normalise it and start mm. having a life and maybe even incorporate it into dirty talk being like, fuck yeah, you're so big, daddy. No one else makes me make that sound, you know? Yeah. Make it into a sex thing. Make it like it's a complimentary yes, thing. Yeah. But girl, this is so Ugh. normal. Every one of us queefs. I've never had a guy go off me because I queefed during sex. No. They, I felt they love that noisy, nasty shit. Well, Jordan Simmy, friend of the pod, when, he, yeah, when, shout out. when we had him on, he said... If the girl queefs, he goes down on her. Like, exactly. he loves that he shit. He fucking loves that kinky shit. Literally. So just, yeah. Keep that pussy talking. Keep that pussy talking. Keep that pussy talking. <laughs> it's pussy talk season, baby. It's pussy talk it's season. pussy talk season. All right. Listener confession of the week. Okay. Jones has actually never read this. So this is great. I yeah. love authentic reactions. Okay, cool. GB says... One hot summer's day, I decided to chuck a sickie and spend the day at the beach with my friend. Queen behaviour. I went for a swim and must have stepped on something and cut my foot open as I left a trail of blood without even realising. Sure enough, a random hottie must have followed the red brick road and came over to me and advised me to wash it off and get it looked at. When he kindly offered to carry me into the water, I wasn't expecting bodyguard style, but how could I refuse? Not sure if I needed a tetanus shot, but next minute we were neck deep in the water kissing and I had my legs wrapped around him. He started fingering me and I couldn't keep my hands to myself either. He then slid my bikini to the side and slid it in. Oh my gosh. We finished... And I came back and laid on the towel next to my friend who was none the wiser. She took me to the doctors later that day. Oh my That is goodness. Thor. Like that's movie shit Thor shit. I'm just gonna confirm that obviously she consented to this because it's all very hot and heavy. Oh yes, she loves it. She okay, loves she lo- it. That's the vibe I'm getting that she lives loving it. Wow. Could you, when she wrote to us, I was like, this isn't real. I'm sorry. A stranger picking you up and carrying you into the water and it's, sliding the bikinis to the it's, slide. It's giving Mills and Boone. Mm. It's very much good. But you know what? If you kinky little shits are writing some erotic fiction and sending it in, go off. Go off. But no, she has confirmed 110% true. She said she can get her friend to back it up. I said, oh. no, that's okay. I just had to state that it does sound what, like... What beach was she at? I know. If you could just drop in us the exact location. Was it Bondi? Where, where is this? Where are these sort of things happening? Because that's the kind of place I need to start hanging out I never out get at. approached in public by I guys. I never get Ever. fingered in the ocean. Never. But then I'm looking like a Mary removalist with my head, my, my <laughs> headphones on, looking so angry every day. All right, good bitches. I hope you've loved this week's ep. I think that's about... I think we've had quite enough. We're going to finish off our seltzers. Yes. Um, but, you know, we've got to love you and leave you. But it's we'll, fuck girl weather, baby. It's fuck girl weather. It's um, it's it's queefing season. It's truly slut drop spring. It's pussy talking season. Pussy talk season, baby. Get ready for that um, COVID freedom, bitches. Yes. And we'll see you next Tuesday. We love you. 